What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. I am continuing our discussion about quests in Minecraft. Thank you for tuning in again. I'm excited to show my ideas for new quests in Minecraft. Now, again, I got to reiterate, when we're thinking about adding new quests in Minecraft, one of the things we really have to think about is the reward. Why does a player want to go on these quests? Why do they want to go through the trouble of going on this long journey that's probably dangerous, probably going to cost them something? What is at the end of this journey that is driving them to take it in the first place? Now, I think rewards are important for the different kinds of players as well. There are technical players who want to make the game do really cool things, and so maybe new mobs to farm, or maybe new redstone components, those kinds of things that appeal to technical players. There's also builders, people who want to just create amazing things in the game. So anything like a new block, a new sub-block kind of item that can add more detail into a build, a new way of building, something like the um, the building allay from Minecraft Legends that's going to come out. I don't know, maybe that's a little overpowered, but things like that that are appealing to builders. I can even think about, you know, the scaffolding. Now, I know that's kind of um, a dividing thing among some Minecraft players. How how effective is the scaffolding? Are you team scaffolding or are you team dirt? And I'm team scaffolding myself, but again, I'm not a builder. But things like that that appeal to builders could drive them to take a quest. Now, adventurers are going to want to go on quests anyway, but again, we still want good rewards at the end of this journey. So things like new weapons, new armor, new gear, new tools, new enchantments, things that are useful for adventuring and exploring and surviving in the wild. Those things, even things that just make us feel cool and powerful, sort of like the first time you throw a channeling trident in a thunderstorm and the lightning just strikes just right and you just feel like this this really cool, you know, magical person. Things like that that appeal to adventurers and role players, people like that. Those kinds of rewards, I want to find one of each of those kinds of rewards at the end of a quest, something that is helpful. But also, the reward isn't the only part. I think the journey is just as important as the reward because if it's boring then you know we'll just go grab the reward and it'll be a forgettable experience um so we want something that's interesting we want something that's fun and engaging that want that their journey is almost just as much of a reward as the reward is so these are things that we need to be thinking about when we are coming up with new ideas for quests in minecraft now i have about four ideas here in front of me on my notes um, and they all are um, including villagers. Now, villagers and villages, I think, are kind of the heart of the game in a way, you know, unofficially, because when you come across a village, it's sometimes a breath of fresh air. You feel like, ah, oh, finally, civilization. I'm not alone in this world anymore. Um, and, and, it, and it's full of, you know, dynamic little bits and pieces that bring the world of Minecraft to life. I love villages. I love villagers. Um, I do think that I, I would love to see even further improvement and maybe the village becomes like the most well-developed thing in the game and it's already almost there. Um, but I would love to see 
Villages become the hub for quests in Minecraft. It just makes sense. Who else is going to give you a quest in Minecraft if it's not Minecraft's most beloved NPC, the villager? So, these are all given by villagers. The first one is given by the cleric. The cleric, of course, is the one that has the um, brewing stand as its workstation. Uh, so... My idea for the cleric's quest is maybe it gives you a map to an igloo. And the igloo is, you know, you, when if you've ever been to an igloo before, it has that that addition underneath it where there's a, um, a zombie uh, villager and then there's another compartment where there's just a normal villager and it's trying to give you the instructions on how to cure zombified villagers. So a cleric gives you a map to an igloo. The quest is complete when the zombie villager in that igloo is cured. Then you go back to the cleric, you give them back the, the map or whatever, and they give you some sort of reward for completing this quest. Um, it's a very simple quest. We've all kind of done this in the past, but it really gives it a lore kind of connection back to whatever village is closest to this igloo. I think it'd be really cool to see this uh, breathe a little bit more life into villagers and a little bit more lore as well. Another quest given by the librarian. The librarian would give you a bundle containing a map to another village and an enchanted book. The quest would be complete when this book is given to either a librarian or an armorer, a weaponsmith, or a toolsmith in the other village. And then you go back to the librarian uh, that gave you the quest and it gives you a reward for completing it. Now the reason you're taking an enchanted book to one of these kinds of villagers is because these villagers of course deal in enchanted books. Librarians trade them. Uh, armors, weaponsmiths, and toolsmiths obviously are supposed to be able to use them in their craft and so it again gives a little bit more life to the lore of villages and it also kind of connects villages and makes them not feel so separate from one another. Maybe this the idea is that they actually have some sort of commerce with one another and and that could be something that the the player could t take part in your brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus stay chill or get energized be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The third quest that I have in mind here is given by the Mason. Now, the Mason would give you a quest that is completed when certain structures in the village are repaired. So you go into a village and you see, oh, wait, this, this house is kind of missing a few blocks. This house over here, the, the roof is missing, that kind of thing. And you go to the mason, it gives you assignments to, hey, go uh, complete this structure over here. Go repair this structure over there. When all the repair quests are completed, one of the villagers who hasn't been locked into a profession becomes a mayor villager. Now, this is introducing a completely new villager, the mayor. Um, I, I like this idea of upgrading villages. Um, one, through, you know, trading with villagers until all the villagers in the village are upgraded all the way, they're masters at their craft, but also I like the idea of the game being able to understand a player's impact 
on a village um, structurally because, you know, a lot of us like to expand villages. A lot of us like to tear them down and rebuild them. So what if that sort of had an effect on the gameplay, an effect on how a village actually operates in relation to the player? And so if we were able to have these sort of repair the village quests given from the mason who would be in charge of any sort of construction around the village, then completing these quests fully upgrades the village and you unlock the next tier of village, which is a village with a mayor. The mayor sort of signifies that this village has arrived at its fullest, maturest state, and um, it unlocks a whole new level of interaction with villages and villagers. Now, this mayor-villager would be a sort of hub for quests itself. Uh, the mayor would give quests to the player to hunt pillager patrols. And these quests are completed when the player gives the mayor the ominous banners from these patrols. Now, obviously, you want to be able to do this without bringing a raid with you. <laughs> so maybe when you do this kind of quest, take a bucket of milk with you so you can get rid of that uh, ominous effect. I forget what it's called. Um, <laughs> the 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 hex, whatever it's called, the the, the curse, the whatever you're bringing into into the village that triggers a raid. I cannot remember for the life of me what that effect is called. Anyway, you would want to bring a bucket of milk to drink and and wash all of that away. The reward for completing these quests would be things like rare decorative items. I'm thinking like things that are uncraftable. Uncraftable paintings that you can't just get in the world. You have to complete these quests. Or maybe even armor customization. Um, and, and I think this would be good too. Increased reputation with any village in the world. So say you've really spent a lot of time um, developing and upgrading a very specific village and you have a good relationship with the mayor, the mayor is giving you all these quests, you're completing them, it increases your reputation with the rest of the villages in the world as long as you can keep that reputation up. If you mistreat a villager or, or hit one or something like that, it might damage that reputation, obviously. But a global reputation with villagers, I think, rather than one that's regional, I think that's what's already in the game, is that you can have a reputation with villagers, but they have to be all part of the same village. I'm not quite sure how that works. Maybe it already works globally, maybe it doesn't, I'm not sure. But it would be really cool to ramp up your reputation with villages and be able to just to walk into one and they immediately give you all of the discounts. That would be something that I think would be an amazing uh, reward for quests, especially if you have to essentially complete at least three quests to get to that point. It would be kind of a really decent reward. So that brings us to the end of this episode, guys. Thank you for listening, and if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Twitter. I'm at rebeljc underscore 92. And until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.